<laughs> Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Thursday. Thursday. We made it. But this week. I know. It's been going fast, huh? It's just, it's just, it was just Monday. I know. Just <laughs> Just two days ago. Just a few days Three ago. days ago. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. This is the day that the Lord has made. We, we will rejoice, rejoice and be glad in it. Uh want to say welcome to all of our family on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, also, yesterday, we were pleasantly surprised. I, I guess not surprised, but... We started hearing ourselves on Spotify. Yeah, we had we have a podcast out there. Yeah. We have a radio channel out there. Yeah, so uh, subscribe to our podcast. It's called Power Life TV Morning Show, Power Life TV channel, or I, I, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but uh, uh, you'll find it if you type in Power Life TV under Spotify. Uh, you'll see us uh, or hear us. Uh, it's, it was pretty good yesterday. Really? Yeah, it was really good. I was blessed by it. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you, you have some pretty good content here. Uh, you have some life-changing information. I think we feed off of each other. You think so? Yeah, we do. Well, we I do. think we both feed off of the word. That's what gives it substance. That's true. Uh, <laughs> last night was Rainbow Cafe. Yeah. What'd you think about that? You know, you, you taught a good message last night, you know, <laughs> talking about getting under the mighty hand of God mm -hmm. and how, you know, it'll cause you to have true success. And I think everybody wants to be successful. Mm -hmm. You know, right now we're talking about marriage and family and, you know, nobody wants to fail at marriage. Right. Nobody right. gets married on their wedding day thinking, Oh, you know, um, I'm going to divorce this woman someday or yeah, I'm going to yeah. nobody gets married like that. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to yeah. divorce this man someday. Right. Nobody thinks like that on their wedding day. No, yeah. they're thinking, man, this is the best thing that ever happened to mm -hmm. me. And so we have to look at some of the components uh, of a good marriage and a good family. And so that those, you know, who we all have stuff to learn from what God's word says. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so those who are wanting a better relationship next time, they can apply these principles and expect a certain result. Yeah. You know, once you're aware of the greatness behind any act, you tend to respect it a little more. That's good. That's good. Well, uh, I want to jump into some things today. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about how our relationship with God and the proper order that we have, um, or the proper order that he's, he's established can coincide with our relationship with others. Hmm. And so uh, I want to just kind of jump into, um, well, kind of jump into the three things that we talked about, we left off on, on how to establish and maintain a proper balance or right priorities in your marriage. Um, first of all, and, and, and I'm, I, I know I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but first of all, we have to realize that the priority structure changes when you get married. That is the truth. Um, you and I uh, had to learn a few things. Yes, we did. We had to learn a few things. Our, our, 
our parents were more important than each other. Mm-hmm. Our, our siblings. jobs were more mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Our friends mm-hmm. and our siblings were more important than each other when we first got married. Nobody taught us yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how to be married. Yeah. Which is interesting because you think, well, you know, you've been around your parents your whole life. Shouldn't you know? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, and I, we always read the scripture, Genesis 2, 24. It says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And they both were naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the shame uh, was not present there because they knew the proper order. They were right. they were operating in God's well, proper you know, order. And- you know, you might say, well, what does that mean? They were operating in God's proper order. There were no secrets. Yeah. They had nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. They were not hiding things from each other. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, that's the reason they could be naked in front of each other. You mm-hmm. know, there's a reason why. Yeah. I don't care if you grab my phone. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why. Because there's nothing indecent or improper going on on my phone. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why you don't care if I grab your phone. I could grab your phone at any time. I could go through your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, I never do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I'm just not motivated to. Right. But but we have a, a atmosphere of transparency. Mm-hmm. You can walk in on any conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be in the room at any time. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing, you know, nothing indecent. Right. And so that's why they had an atmosphere of nakedness Mm -hmm. because they were not closing off areas from uh their spouse Mm -hmm. they didn't have that's good areas of their life that they wouldn't share with each other Mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah uh that's good uh and i i want to jump back into what we were saying about how when we communicate relationship importance and honor by number one devoting time devoting so you have to devote Mm -hmm. time to each other you know uh last night we said that it takes work, you know, it, it takes work. It, you, you can't just say you're going to be in any kind of relationship. And, and not devote any time. Uh, yeah, not devote any time. And um, the, the second thing we talked about was we need to learn how to sacrificially meet our spouse's needs. Uh, long ago, when we first started these broadcasts, we used to say that you cannot get married and be selfish at the same time. That's true. You know, you you cannot enter into a relationship and say, what have you done for me lately? Right. You know, we have to enter into the relationship, seeing how we can be a blessing to our spouse. Mm -hmm. And then number three, and I think we kind of left off right here. It it is uh, defending the relationship against outside demands and competition. Mm -hmm. And we left off talking about setting up healthy boundaries. Yeah. Now, um, just... Give a testimony of how you and I set up healthy boundaries well, in our relationship. Well, one thing, you know, I recall uh, at some point I was pregnant mm-hmm. and I, I would come home in the evening and you would play a certain game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> it was your hobby. You know, some people <laughs> golf. Some people go to the gym. You play video <laughs> games at the time. You know, that was yeah, your thing. Yeah. And, you know, for a while there, I was like, well, that's his thing, you know. But then it started to, you know, be a bit irritating when I would get off of work and you would play the video game mm-hmm. all evening. All and, you know, all so evening. I would even come and sit next to you mm-hmm. so that I could have some time with you. Mm-hmm. And you say, you doing okay? Mm-hmm. And you're back to your game. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like you're 
you're just appeasing me on on yeah. some level. Yeah. You know, and at some point I was like, you know, I think the last straw was one time I walked in the house and you had all your buddies mm. at the house. Mm-hmm. And I had had a long day at work and I was pregnant at the time too. Mm-hmm. And y'all were all just all over the house, just playing games and eating up snacks and having a good time. And I just went to my room mm-hmm. like, yeah, where do I fit into yeah. this picture? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, the, <laughs> the boundary that was set up and I, and you know, people tend to say things like ultimatums and different things like this. I don't think it was an ultimatum, but I really think that it was like saying either you're gonna, we're going to spend time together. Right. You know, I, I kind of got frustrated yeah, at some point. Either we're going to spend time together or, you know, some, I, I just pretty much, yeah. I pretty much said it's either me or the video game. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> and I, you know, we had a real, I had a real decision to make then, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we talk about, priorities and we talk about different things but when when it comes to your flesh and what you want to do mm. you know are you willing to sacrifice right go back to number two are you willing to sacrifice and meet the spouse's need i had a decision to make i said either i could i could take this time and just do what i want to do or i can work on it because i plan on being married forever right I, yeah. I think too though i think you even though you enjoy playing the game i think you you could see that I mean, without me saying anything, I think you could see that this is not going to end well if I keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you could see it, it made all the difference because when I said, look, we got to change up the way we're doing things, you didn't fight me because you yeah. recognized that yeah, what I true. said was true. That's true. Yeah. And I think that's also, you know, to find common ground on subjects is so important for, you know, that is a, a component of compatibility in marriage that you yeah. have to have. Yeah. You have to open your eyes to the truth mm-hmm. of some matters, you know. Mm-hmm. And we and we practice this thing called going into each other's world. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. you did not you did not like football and basketball and watching sports <laughs> all day. But you 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 learn to work with me. I appreciated the fact that it was important to you. Yeah. And so I made it important to me. And so you came into my world, you know, and so I didn't like shopping, you know, (laughs) I like it now, (laughs) but I didn't like it then. Um, You sure did. I didn't want to go to the mall. I didn't want to walk down a a grocery aisle, every aisle in the grocery store. I didn't want to do that. You you still don't like it. Well, I like it now because I'm with you. Uh, And I, I, it's not like I'm, I'm even putting up with it. I just like doing it, you know, because we're walking through the store, we're talking, we're cutting up, you know. Oh my god! <clears throat> but we have to learn these skills. Yes. These were not just instinctive. These were yes. things we had to learn. Okay. What's the most irritating thing I do in a grocery store? We both know it. <laughs> okay, my wife is the most <laughs> wonderful woman. Just wonderful. But there's times when she gets really hungry. Yeah. And she will pop open a bag of whatever. A package package. of whatever. Yeah. Before we pay for it. Before we pay for it. And for me, that is like taboo. Don't do that. You, you know? just don't do yeah, that. Wait, wait till we get out the store, then open up the package. And in my mind, I'm going to pay for it yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. But still, <laughs> still. <laughs> It's like, don't do that, you know, because I'm like, you know, they already looking at us like we're crazy, you know, stuff like that. So 
but that that's I'm like, like a, I wouldn't buy it unless I wanted to eat it. So yeah. what's the big deal? And so that was a pet peeve. And then another pet peeve <laughs> is that you you have to look at every item on the shelf mm-hmm. and say, look at this and look at this and look at this. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> so what do we come in here for? Okay, the truth Why is, do we, why I are we am here? a comparison shopper. So <laughs> even if I'm not buying it today, I take note of the price of things. I can't help it. It's just in me to do that yeah you know so i notice when prices fall and when they raise and i can tell you which store you could probably find the best price and it's because i study it yeah i just well i appreciate it now but (laughs) look at this and look at why why did we come here why did we come here (laughs) didn't we come here for one thing because why do i how do i shop you go in for the one thing you went for and you come out come with out. the one item. Amen. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> Everybody say now, amen. Now I go to that. in for one thing and I come out with a basket full. Yeah. That's true. Of that's items. True. That's true. Yeah. But the boundary was is we're going to learn to go into each other's world. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to share another boundary that we set up and that was divorce is not an option. Divorce is not an option. We even said it. We stated it. Mm-hmm. And uh, our, our first real big argument, we said, you know, we're either going to do this or we're not. Yeah. Uh, divorce is not an option. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we said is that we saw our parents stay together. Now, you know, a lot of people, when they, you know, think of divorce, they think it's a simple matter. Especially, yeah. I think, if you, uh, you know, if you're just a kid and you're young in the way you think, you think, well, you know, people get divorced all the time, no big deal. But it's a big deal when your children are observing your actions. Mm-hmm. And since we observed our parents get through hard times, mm-hmm. we decided that we could go through hard times together. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so deciding that divorce is not an option is is a, is a kind of, you know, something that you learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, being predisposed to divorce, it puts the anxiety in your heart every time you get in an argument that maybe, maybe this marriage won't work out. Mm-hmm. That's what it does to your kids. Mm-hmm. And you, you might say, Oh, you're being mm-hmm. dramatic. No, I'm not. This mm-hmm. is studies. This is this is you know well documented. This mm-hmm. is a this is a fact. Right. And so it's important, you know, that we do everything in our power to stay in a marriage, mm-hmm. to do the best we can. Now, I'm not talking about crazy situations. Yeah, yeah. You know where yeah. you know the husband is out there doing something crazy or the wife is out there doing something crazy. You're co- you're committing adultery on each other. You're out there, you know, uh committing crimes. You're out there, you know, being abusive to each other. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is, you know, just having a contentious relationship with your spouse. You need to do everything in your power. Yeah. To have a more cohesive union, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, I was um, well, you always when you, when you talk, I always think about certain things. Um, but this thing about the grass is greener on the other side, mm. you know, and and falling in and out of love with each other—that's called a spirit of dissatisfaction. Yeah, you know, a spirit of dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy with you today, but tomorrow I see somebody yeah. else doing it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I, maybe I just meditated on something, mm-hmm. and somehow or another, you're not good enough today. And you, when you, and when you get married, everybody has these thoughts. Everybody, you know, the best of us have these thoughts. You know, did I marry the right one? Did I, you know, did I make a mistake? We have this 
thing called what buyer's remorse you buyer's know? remorse yeah and and, and thinking and, that there might be a better model out there yeah, somewhere yeah and when you when you when you meditate on those things when you allow those things to Im- infiltrate your mind it is because the boundary hasn't been set up. You haven't defended your relationship against outside demands and competition. Right. Now you say, "Well, don't we all think these things?" Yeah, you're gonna think it, but you don't let it. You don't let it marinate there. Right. Right. You don't let it stay there. That boundary is designed, just like a fence, is designed to keep the bad out right. and keep the good in. Yeah, making a quality decision to make the most of the relationship you have. That's huge because you're always going to run into other people. You're always going to think, you know, certain thoughts about, oh, you know, that person, they, they, I bet they're a good husband or they Mm -hmm. could be a good husband or they could be a good wife. And, oh, look, you know, you might see a a young lady and think, oh, look at how beautiful she is, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, but you know, you after you have made a quality decision mm-hmm. uh, to get married, it has to be something more solid. Mm-hmm. You have to decide this is going to be that one person mm-hmm. who I share my life mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. who I share my soul with. Yeah, you know, this is going to be my soulmate. I'm going to put everything into making this relationship work, and I'm not going to be out shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, for for the 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 a better, better model. model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be out shopping. Once I put my money on the table, so to mm-hmm. speak, yeah. I'm not going to have that buyer's remorse. You 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 have to have these boundaries. Though, it's because, called commitment. Yeah, you have to have these commitments. You have to have these boundaries. You have to realize the proper priorities because when, when I would have thoughts, crazy thoughts, those words that we established in the beginning of our marriage, divorce is not an option. Mm-hmm. That set up a wall for me. You right. know, and that would not allow that crazy thing to stay in my life, you know. Yeah. And here's the thing about thoughts. Thoughts come and go. Right. And they're like birds flying over your head. You don't have to let a thought or a bird rest in your head, though. Right. You know, you don't have to let it rest on your hair. And so uh, learn how to set healthy boundaries, uh, really defend your relationship. Against outside forces. Yeah, de- defend it, you know, and, and, and I, the word that we use is outside demands. And competition. Yeah. Think about that word demand, though. You know what There's a lot happened. of things going to demand your attention. You know, what, as you talk, what you brought me to was the thought of being covenant minded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being covenant minded. Now, we we get that in our relationship with God. He makes a commitment to you. He said, my name is jealous because yeah, I'm a jealous so God. Yeah. It means I protect this relationship against outside demands mm-hmm. and rivalries, outside competition, mm. outside models coming in and saying I can be a better model. Because that's wow, what Satan wow, promises, wow, wow. but he never delivers on his promise. Mm-hmm. He says the grass really is green on the other side, but then you get to the other side and it's not all that it was cracked up to be. Mm. And so what we find is that we have a society where we are taught to not be covenant minded. Mm-hmm. Now, in Jesus's yeah. day, the word reigned, the word ruled. There was no written word. There was only verbal commitments. Mm. And so the verbal word carried a lot of weight. And when you made a covenant, when you made a promise, even with words, uh, it was it was till death. Mm-hmm. Covenants mm-hmm. are till death. Uh, that's why when we get married, the marriage covenant mm-hmm. means till death do us part. Mm-hmm. And so our words in the beginning... Of course, that is the creative force that God used to create the world 
was his words. Word. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we got to a place where we had what was called the uh, the logos word, which is the written word. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. we got to the written yeah. word, we realized they would write it on tablets of clay. Mm-hmm. The first words were cuneiform writings mm-hmm. in the Babylonian periods. And they would write these words on stones of clay. And when a covenant was broken, what they would do is break, break the, the clay co- tablet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a sign that the covenant was broken. Well, you know that true covenants are not broken through the breaking of ta- ca- tablets of clay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most covenants ended in bloodshed. Yeah, that's right. Somebody that's right. Had, had to, to die. die. That's right. And so what we have done over the course of time is taken the weight out of our words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our promises are shaking. Mm-hmm. But God says that I keep my promises. Mm-hmm. I keep my commitment. So good. Yeah. When I commit to you, when I make a covenant promise to you, my, I uphold my end. And so God really wants us to shift our thinking into thinking more like him mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be more covenant minded mm-hmm. to be more committed i want to i want to jump into along those lines of covenant the next portion of our notes here and it talks about love mm. and jesus said over in john 14 and 15 write this down in your in your notes or if, if you are taking notes but write it uh or turn to your turn to it in your bible it says if you love me mm. keep my commandments yeah that means hold your hold my word in your heart yeah. You know, uh, keep hold of it like it's a dear prize, you know. Yeah. And, and when I hear these words, if you love me, keep my commandments, make my word first place in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, now, just as marriage as in marriage, we cannot claim to love God with lip service or good intentions, but rather our behavior toward God are a result of true respect to God as the author of our lives. Yeah, you know what that's saying, yeah. right? Because everybody, you can feel it when yeah. you're in a relationship and somebody doesn't think that you're important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't think you're important, you feel it. Mm-hmm. If you're in a marriage with somebody who doesn't think you're important, you feel it. Mm-hmm. If you're in a friendship with somebody who doesn't think you're important, you, you feel, feel it. it. Mm-hmm. And what God is saying in his word is, if I'm important to you. Show it in real terms. You have to be true. Mm-hmm. You have to be truthful in your actions. Mm-hmm. Your actions have to communicate your heart because guess what as man sees the outward appearance of things god says i see all the way through every layer Mm -hmm. right down to the heart i know your intentions yeah and and the thing about love love you know love is is songs written about love you know (laughs) what's love got to do with it you know uh we misuse that word. we misuse the word love yeah and so when we say things like well i love you what are we really saying Mm. you know are we saying i lust you uh which is a form of greek the greek verb or the greek word is called eros eros. yeah or i human love i humanly love you like Mm -hmm. a friend which is phileo Right. Or I storge you. Or I do I do I storge you, which is like 
family love. Yeah, you're my you're my Kim. You're like my sister. You're you know? my you're my sin. Yeah, you're my yeah. My yeah. yeah, my sister or my brother. So yeah. you know, and like a lot of people deal with that. You know, like when they're in a relationship. Well, how do well, do you love me? Yeah, well, I love you like a brother. You know, no, it's like that's <laughs> like that's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, right there, you know? know, if somebody if somebody says I love you like a friend, that's a nail in the coffin. Just walk away. Yeah, I love walk you. Walk away. Like, I, love, I love you like a brother. They don't see you. Know? But, the way you think they do. But the love that we talk about, the love <laughs> that Jesus talks about, he says, if you if you agape me, uh-huh. if you love me unconditionally, if you love me without strings attached, then show it in real terms. Right. You know, do what I say. Don't just tell me you love me. If I just came to you and said, baby, I love you, let's get married. But I'm not doing anything to show you that I love you. Right. You know, I'm not I'm not working with you. I'm not trying to make you my priority. I'm not trying to uh, uh, get along with you. Then right. I don't really love you. Well, you know, when you put down the video game, that was very pivotal mm. in our relationship. You showed me that your relationship with me was way more important than any video game you could ever play. Mm -hmm. You showed me in real terms that there wasn't a friend in your life who could be as good of a friend as I could. Right. Right. And it wasn't just lip service. It was real action. It was real terms. And, you know, when you communicated relationship importance in real terms, it just made me want to sacrifice more and to do more to contribute to, your happiness, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to do more to contribute to our union. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's amazing to me how when we honor God, when we make our relationship with God first place, how he really does open doors. Oh, for us, yeah. Yeah. How he really does yeah. want to make our life better, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. how he in real terms, you know, shows us that we're important to him. Well, we look at just the life of Jesus, look at the death of Jesus. That's God's love in action. You oh, know, that's he's saying to us, I love you so much that I send my only mm-hmm. begotten son. We don't mm-hmm. think about it like that. But I laid my own son on the sacrificial altar. Yeah. Because I proved to you my love in real terms. That's good. Uh, the Bible also talks about how um, if he if he sent us his only begotten son, will he not much more give us all things that we desire? Mm-hmm. You know, if we can see him on the cross, if we can mm-hmm. see his love on the cross, now we can know that why are we sweating the, the light bill? Why are we sweating the, you know, and that just ministers to me right now because, you know, you get you get caught up in all of the, the affairs of life and, you know, what are we going to do with this and how are we going to fix that and, you know, ministry this and ministry that. But the Lord says, remember, I proved proven to you my love. Right. Right. Just look at the cross. Yeah. If God sent his only son and God sacrificed his only son, will he not much more give you all things? Yeah, that's good. That's good. So we, we, we're going to stop right there. But I, I really believe that when a relationship between a couple, like you just said, you know, I show I prove my love to you by putting down something. I have to put this down. I have to put this down. Mm-hmm. You know, this means something to me, but I put it down right. because it means more to me to make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. And what's amazing is that, you know, it actually maybe about four years later. Yeah. You know, you, you really put it down. Mm-hmm. You didn't just seem to put it down. You put down the video games. Mm-hmm. I mean, completely. Yeah. And then maybe about four years later, you said, you know, I've been thinking about playing video games again. Would you 
Yeah. Be upset if I pick that up again. Mm-hmm. You know, I really enjoyed that. And at that time, we had some resilience we had built some set up. Yeah. That's up right. in our relationship, we had some relationship uh, uh, miles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. And I felt as if I could trust you to find balance. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, yeah, I think that would be fine. I I said, I think what it is, is I trusted you Mm -hmm. and you trusted yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. To, uh, to, to be able to do this hobby and not let our relationship get out of hand. Right. And you know, you did, you picked it right back up. You had fun with it. You play with your, you know, play video games with your friends sometimes. And it never got to be a problem. problem. That's right. That's right. You Amen. know? Yeah. Well, we're going to stop right there. We can keep talking. I feel like it's just, we just had a talk. Today. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I pray that you receive this word. We bless you. Listen, go back and watch the video. Share the video. Go to YouTube. Give us yeah. a subscribe. Like, love. Get a not- notification. Uh, listen, today, uh, we're going to, we're going to. We're going to love each other. We're going to yeah. show love in real terms. Amen. Mm-hmm. And and set boundaries in your life. You know, if you yeah. if you have an issues, maybe you have a peace talk with your spouse and say, you know, let's set some he- healthy boundaries and let's not break those boundaries. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Let's bless you today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you later. Next time. Amen.